Okay, it's uh, time for part three about uh, how it started. And uh, I'm sad because I see that uh, it dropped very fast. Uh, the second part I recording. Uh, but uh, it can happen that uh, there is coming new listener that want to know, uh, really know what was going on uh, from the beginning. And, uh, and I had uh, for uh, yesterday I had over 300 listeners, so that was uh, about that uh, amount of listener am I pleased with every day. But it dropped uh, when I should, when I recording my second part of my life uh, in uh, the spirit way, in, not in the world way. I'm talking about my spirit uh, evolution uh, development that uh, God have given me. Of course, uh, uh, God knew my whole life story before he placed me here on earth. So it's not that uh, he looked at me uh, when I was born and then what I did and say. Uh, that's why it says in the Bible also that we can't, we can't earn our place in heaven by our work that we do. And that means the work the worldly, not the, not the spirit work, but the, what we do here on earth, that we don't earn it because God already know how your life gonna be. So he have already chosen people for him that is a prophet of God. Uh, and I believe that uh, and nothing has say say against it uh, that I believe that every generation have had their their option their their chance for them to come to know God so it's not what men our religion is talking about. They claim the whole time that they have the the last prophet, that they have the prophet, and that is a lie. But they don't know it. So a lie can be that they have no knowledge. So they. And then they can be proud 
want to be like winning the war, be like a competition, that they have the last profit. Uh, so um, there have been more profits than uh, year 600 somewhere there was it uh, Muhammad in Islam. There have been many prophets after Muhammad and um, so the, I am uh, chosen uh, by God to be his prophet for this generation. I don't say that I am the only one. I say that it have been many prophets in every generation and um, at least one in each generation and uh, I'm going to recording now uh, about when God come uh, the first time to really talk to me he had done that when I was 16 years old and it was to heal a girl. But not uh, he didn't talk to me for a long time. He only told me to go into the room. And uh, uh, But the, uh, the first time he really talked to me was in August 2000. And... Uh, and uh, what happened and what was said in that uh, August 2000 I have found out now that it's including everything that it have been like confirmed what God was talking about and there is more in the picture picture to to reveal and understand but uh, many things what happened that evening in August 2000 have I understood now and I told in the last episode uh, part two at that that I saw an Indian girl and then come my my father, earthly father's spirit and ask for forgiveness and then it come more other spirits that ask me forgive, to forgive them and and I, I have not understood I have not understood it uh, the important of it to forgive and uh, before uh, angels have coming here the spirits are coming here and told me about it what is why is why it is so very important to forgive and and that uh, is an episode uh, that you can find in my my list here and uh, uh, so I don't go into uh, these things. 
uh, and uh, um, in the corner after that those spirits have come in I didn't see them but I recognize uh, my father's voice did I remember and then I those other spirits was what they were talking about I understood who they were uh, so I don't uh, we I didn't needed to see a body I recognized them my father by his voice but those other that have I never met really met and talk but I understood who they were uh, in that way how they were talking to me what what I should forgive them about so in the corner after the, those spirits have been there I saw this uh, white board and white hair and uh, um, eggshell uh, color uh, dress like a monk and then it was a rope around his waist and uh, he had sandals and uh, it was more this with the sandals that I was thinking uh, I didn't know Jesus but I was thinking uh, I had heard about Jesus and then I had been uh, to the church in Christmas time and listen at the, those that uh, about uh, when Jesus was born and uh, watch it on TV so I knew Jesus in that way and uh, so I was thinking that it was Jesus was standing in the corner but then uh, have I been up to heaven and then I have seen those men I have seen once I saw six men that look almost the same uh, with white hair and white beard and and they have they are not uh, they are not uh, white in their skin they are brownish in their skin and um, and then uh, I w what was going on when God came in August 2000 um, I first I saw um, a clock in the air it was uh, a normal clock you have on the wall and I saw that time when it started God wanted me to know the, how long time it was for like a, a hint that I understood late, much later uh, what it was about and uh, then uh, I saw the same clock uh, uh, in the, the end when everything was over and I saw that it 
it had uh, gone two and a half hour, two and a half hour, and uh, uh, the most of what God was talking to me, uh, half of it I I know, but I didn't know uh, those two and a half hour. It can't have been two and a half hour that he was spoken to me. Something must have happened when God come and talked to me. And uh, that's why I paid for to go to the hypnosis uh, when it's open a door for me. I didn't know how it come that I I go to hypnosis, but the spirit wanted me to go to hypnosis. And uh, so when I was in hypnosis 218, 2018, um, I, um, I have recorded about it. And that is a part of this when God come. And... Uh, it was the first recording of hypnosis, 2018, when uh, I come in, uh, I come up to heaven, and then I saw Jesus on the left side in the garden, and then on the right side was it like a big cloud, white cloud, and. Uh, it was so shining, so I couldn't, uh, at first I couldn't see what was inside. But Dan, uh, the hypnosis man, he asked me, what do you see in the cloud? So I, I look again inside that white cloud. And then I saw six that I know today is was higher priest in heaven and uh, they took me in into the cloud and uh, and then I met that little girl that was me uh, that was eight years old uh, that I talk about in in part two that I I had visions uh, when I was a child and um, and so that was the half of the two and a half hour God was talking to me. So he took me up to heaven when he come into my home in August. I think it was 16, 2000. And, but uh, he was talking to me, so I remember what he was talking about also. And that make it uh, include so very much what, what I know today. Uh, and um, the highest priest that I was thinking it was Jesus, but it wasn't. It was a higher priest that stood in my room and uh, he have told God about me so in uh, that also something to learn about that 
the higher priests, uh, God uh, could not see everything and know everything about each people's life. There is both its spirits, angels, higher priests that is around us that check out check up our what we are doing and saying and uh, protect us most of all they protect us so we don't be killed and uh, and uh, some religions have right in what they are saying i don't say that all religion have wrong because Dan, the hypnosis man, he he is a Buddhist monk, like a higher priest in in the Baptist in in the Buddhist, and I check it out after I have been to to him. Uh, what is Buddhism, and they do they believe in God? Yes, they believe in God, but they believe God to be in distance. He is not around us. And uh, now I'm talking about people that is not chosen, people that have free will. Uh, it's about you i talking about. I have a different a way a relationship with heaven uh, but you that have free will you have have this uh, around you and that help you and uh, protect you and if you have a, a distance to the spirit world it's harder for them to help you to to not be killed so it's very important to to hold some door open you should not say that that is uh, demons that is coming and try to talk to me in dreams or in the air uh, that's a way to close the door to them or you say that you don't believe in them uh, that is only evil things that we should not think about we should curse them and deny them and tell them to go back where where they come from like that uh, that means that you close the door to them and that's why they sit, I have talked about it, that people have told me that they have seen angels and angels are sitting and crying over a dead body, a dead person, because uh, they, it's not the angels, the spirits error, it's the person error because they have denied that there is worlds around us that 
we don't understand and uh, we don't see it and so we have hard to understand what it is but we should never close the door that what they say in those programs those people that want to to be wealthy in money that people pay for for to for them to get in touch with their spirits and talk about the loved ones that is dead what they are saying to them and and they don't want the uh, to have competing in this they want the money uh, for what they uh, there, there is a gift they have but they are also close for other people to could talk and uh, and for them is it uh, about be famous or earn money so they tell you that you should um, close the door and uh, sometimes they show you what what to do to close the door to the spirit world and and of course it's uh, important to close the door if the door is uh, about the evil things coming coming out from it but that have I teach you about many times that every spirit that is of good that is from God they have to go through God and ask for uh, to be allowed to come and talk to us and we that want to hear from this our loved ones we need to ask God to be allowed to talk to spirits we can't we can't speak to the angels by ourselves we need to have approval from God that's the different but they say it's only to close the door to them and then you close the door to every spirit both evil and and good and that is very sad but People believe in in this kind of things, and they are selfish. So they want only to to know about the closest loved ones, mother, father, grandmother. But as you have seen, uh, heard about me that I have uh, ancestors four or five hundred years ago and. And Jesus and his mother is my ancestor. Also, I have found out it in my DNA. And also, it's other want to come. And I have uh, last time I, I recording something uh, that I let the spirits come through. Uh, then it. It was too much spirits that come here. So suddenly I, I, I only felt that I should end the recording. So you never heard those recordings. I have done some recordings there when I don't 
I am, I don't publish it because it's be like, I feel like uh, an empty space, like I can't go forward here. And that is because it, it is too much spirits, too much energy going on. And uh, I have told them, uh, you, I, I can only handle about three spirits that are coming through. And then it starts to be too much. And then I be like, it's, I think it's like a confused in the spirit. So the spirit end up and I can't move forward. So I only close and never publish it. Uh, so, uh, I continue in what God was talking to me uh, in August 2000 when I should do a suicide. But uh, the higher priest saw me and knew what I should do. So he told God about me. And uh, that God had to come and talk to me. And the highest priest was talking about my childhood. But God was talking about my future. So that's it's very different from each other. God is the future. The, the higher priest is about what is stored in your life already. But God is talking about the future what will happen and uh, I didn't understood because I have had no relationship with God I had no clue what he was talking about but in some way I understood it was God that was talking to me and and he confirmed who he was that he was of the Old Testament the, the, the God of Abraham, uh, Moses, and uh, all those in the old time, uh, because he said that my daughter was in the room, and she was fifteen years old. So it was not time for her to be pregnant and have a child, but God was talking about her. And he say that to me that your daughter will be allowed to carry a child in her womb. He said to me that. And I was laughing inside me and I was thinking inside me. I didn't say it in words. I, I said it in, inside me and... I have told you that it's like a telepathy. So God heard me laughing and, and what I was thinking. Uh, because I was thinking that this, this is not God. Because God should know that my daughter can't have a baby. Because my daughter had Turner's syndrome. So she had no ovary. She, she have a womb, but she don't have any 
any egg coming out from her. She didn't have any bleeding. And uh, so I laugh what God was saying. And then God heard it and he said that to me. That's how Sarah, Sarah was laughing when I told her. And he understood that, he knew that I didn't know the Bible. So he said that, and, and Abraham. And uh, I understood, I had heard about Abraham. So I understood what he was talking about. He was talking about Abraham and Sarah, and they were uh, very old. And God said that they should have a child. And they were laughing at him. And Sarah and Abraham was in the old time. So, uh, so he told me who he was. And uh, then um, after God had stopped talking to me, I was on the internet and then I saw an article from, from a newspaper here in Sweden that uh, there was a professor was talking about egg donations and it was forbidden in Sweden in that time. Uh, year 2000 uh, so uh, but I I call I talk to this professor that was in a newspaper and ask her if I could donate egg to my daughter because I had the bleeding I had egg loss uh, still um, but she say I was too old. It was not no quality in the egg. And she said to me that I should come up together with my daughter, come to Stockholm, uh, to our capital town, and and where she was. She was from Finland, but she had a clinic there to help people that could get don't could get children babies uh, to help them to get children and um, uh, we come up laying in McDonald's hotel for the hospital and um, the professor said to my daughter and me that uh, my daughter couldn't uh, get any children because she she have no egg coming out, uh, but she have a womb. Did she? The professor say, so I can help you. The professor say, uh, I do research, so I I work behind the law. So I can do, I can help your daughter to be pregnant uh, because 
I don't follow the law as I, I do the science research on these things. So, so I have to sign a paper that my daughter was only 15 and she had to be 18 years old for to, to make the decision by herself. So I have to write, sign under a paper that I let them do research on my daughter's body. And, uh, and when, when I sign under that paper, the professors say that to me. She, she have a womb. Your daughter have a womb and she can carry a child in her womb, she say. And uh, with the paper I sign under, it was that I make them allowed to do this on my daughter, that she can have a child in her womb by help of this professor. And the professor said that all girl children is born with eggs, but then is it in some cases that the egg doesn't come out. But they have still egg there, born with egg, but it's going, it's dry out, is be killed because it's dry out the egg when they are about 17 years old. And my daughter was 15, so it was very going fast to do these things. But the professor, she couldn't do the this on my daughter on her own because she didn't have that money for to do this on my daughter. So she said that I, I needed to ask for money for, for this health government to give us money for the, to do those things, to take out egg from my daughter and, uh, and freeze the egg down uh, freezing the egg so my daughter when she need, she wanted to have a child they can take that egg and place it in into her womb so a baby can grow in that womb but now is the question that I had for many years that my daughter have not have any boyfriends. She have never been with a man. She is not married or engaged, and and the the church where she is in is the the pastor that decide who is going to have children, who is going to be married, and he don't want my daughter to have a child or have a, a husband because she's a worker, my daughter. 
she's a slave for that church. Uh, so uh, she is not useful if she get uh, children. And then is it only those that is related to that pastor that should marry? So she's not in that uh, family that hold the church. That's she's a slave. She's in prison, and uh, so I was thinking, uh, what is this? Is wrong? What God was telling me that my daughter should be allowed to carry a child in her womb. But then I have understood it. God say that he 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 say that she was allowed to have a child in her womb, and that what was happen that the professor allowed my daughter to have a child in her womb. So when I sign under that paper and the professor say that that your daughter have a womb and she can carry a child in her womb. Then I understood it was God that was talking to me that evening and in my home. And so that's where I, I started to believe in God and know God exists. I don't believe, I know God exists. And um, so uh, that was, God didn't say, uh, your daughter is going to have a child. He didn't say that. He said, your daughter should be allowed to have a child in her womb. And that was, it was. He didn't say anything wrong. It was me thinking wrong. It was me that wanted to have grandkids from my daughter. That's why I, and my brain took it up like that. I didn't really listen to what he was really saying. And that is in our nature. I was in that time very far from God. So I do did my own wants in that way. I wanted a grandchild and that's how I understood God and it was wrong. And um, uh, that was the most important things God was telling me that he was from the old time, it's from Abraham's time, and that uh, my daughters uh, should have be allowed to have a child in her womb, and in that way, I understood God had been talking to me, or else I have not understood it. And then uh, he told me many things, but I have. I didn't remember, uh, but just after I had that in my mind, and it was, it was 
it should be like that because I should not know my future or else I, I should have maybe not done it. So it should, should be in secret. But I remember that I was thinking it's impossible that I can do those things that God is telling me that I should do in the future. I was thinking like that. But everything that he was telling me that evening, that I know I have done everything. And uh, um, after I have done what God told me that evening, then I continue to develop uh, my relationship with God. First uh, part of the, when God come and talk to me and make me not kill myself. Instead, I, I have no... I couldn't choose anything. I, in that time... I was his, I was God's slave. I, I say that and many people is going angry at me because they, under, they don't understand my relationship with God. I have to do what God tell me to do. What I get from, from heaven, I have to do it. I can't say that, no, I have to wait for for someone to come. I, I can do that tomorrow, like that. I can't do that. I have to do one, what God is telling me that I should do. And it was only a way to to do it. It was only to... to uh, uh, find the money for a flight ticket and then uh, uh, travel to fly to United States and leave my husband my HIV husband and uh, my daughter did I told her father to you have to take care of her because I'm flying back to United States and I don't know how they, why didn't they stop me? Why didn't my, my daughter start to cry and say, Mom, stay at home, you can't go from me. Uh, and why did, uh, because my daughter's father drive me to Copenhagen's airport that morning. I, I did flight to United States. Why didn't he ask me, what are you going to do there in the United States? He's a very smart man. And uh, he should ask me, uh, who, oh, how are you going to get money? Like that, uh, worldly things. He should ask me, but no one say anything about that I left. And... Uh, and uh, maybe I I don't mean anything for them. I uh, I was not important for them, or else 
did the, the spirits stop them from asking me uh, what uh, why I left my daughter uh, she have never knew why I left because she have never asked me uh, she heard it now in in, um, in Mother's Day in May 2022 did she heard that I left Sweden I left her because God was talking to me and make me leave for to know come to know God in the way I was in United States and I was I had to suffering in United States because I needed to know that I have protection uh, they the devil can do everything but he can't kill me and that's what I come to know and uh, I come to know that uh, I have um, protection around me where whatever happened to me because I have talking about this where I have been in many evil things in the United States. I have had knife on my throat and I have had a weapon targeting my my head and, and one come up to my door and had a bullet between his fingers and he said this bullet have your name on it and uh, I have been I was in four times in court against people that have wanted to kill me. So I had a very hard life in the United States. I was homeless and uh, I walked from, from morning when they come out from the shelter. We couldn't stay in the shelter, we had to go out and then I was walking around and visit all kind of religious buildings and ask for help, but I didn't get any help from anyone. Not re uh, I got ten, twenty-five dollar like that, but that it was not about money. I needed the help to to be in a comfort life, to have a home, to have a place where I could feel safe. And uh, then also most of all that they were sitting down and asked me, why are you here in the United States? Because God uh, showed me that I should go to churches that uh, black churches I was not in white churches sometimes I was in white churches and uh, they didn't care there in the white churches and um, in the black churches where I stick out because I was white and no one was white in the church 
So they should sit down and ask me, why are you here? Uh, where are you coming from? But no one asked who I was. So they didn't know my needs in that way. And that was a test. I did the test when I was walking in in United States for for three and a half year, hundred one thousand two hundred sixty days, like it says in the Bible, and then I was allowed to come home. God gave me a ticket to could come back to Sweden, and. Uh, then when I come back to Sweden, I have nothing. Uh, I was homeless in Sweden also, until I got the home, and then I start to. And God told me that I should breed cats, a ragdoll cats, ragdoll, rag muffins, cat, real, nice, and he, God helped me to to get my my two first cats uh, uh, clean breed cats and then I had money so when God was telling me in 2011 that I should visit Israel I I could do that because I my cat got kittens, she got six kittens. And then also I got money back from the tax I have paid before I left Sweden. For long time, since 2000, suddenly I got money back from the tax. And uh, so I could go with them. Um, expensive church Swedish church they have uh, luxury hotels in Israel and then we drive around with a bus all over Israel and uh, and then I come to know that uh, God say uh, that uh, told me to go to Israel and it was fast I I I got the money in one month and could pay the ticket. And uh, why it, uh, why God wanted me to do Israel in that time? It was because that church leader, he converted to, he was Pentecostal church pastor, but then he converted to Catholic church. And... Uh, uh, moved to Italy to Rome and so he was only uh, he left just after so it, it was very fast uh, he God wanted me to test this pastor uh, and uh, this pastor that convert to Catholic Church he was very evil to me he didn't pass the test, and um, uh, he uh, he did this mock the Holy Spirit that that people should not do, and um, and then I was to uh, 
God uh, told me to go to Israel in 2013 and God told me to go in 2016 to Israel. And then he, God told me in 2013 to go to Africa and live with the most poor people in Africa, far away from Nairobi, out in the forest, and see how they lived. And uh, I got the property in Kenya because uh, uh, people was healed. Uh, and they understood that God had sent me to to Africa. Uh, and many uh, promised me churches and these things. And uh, I got the property, real, with paper from the government. And uh, then I was uh, in, uh, I think it was 2014, I was to Portugal. Uh, God told me to go to Portugal and I come to know I was very close to be killed in a Catholic church there. It's very much Catholic there in Portugal. And then I I come back to United States in 2016 and I was to Utah, to Salt Lake City. And because I have done my DNA and I was on my way to get help of understand my, my family tree. And, uh, and I have not been abroad and then it's come the pandemic. And so uh, God have sent me to places and uh, in those countries where I visited, I come, God told me to talk to some people that could have changed the whole world if they have understood and believe in me. But today I, I, I know that I am a woman, so the, the world doesn't believe in me because I'm a woman. They believe that it's a man that should have the close relationship with God. And in that way, I think it's very smart of God to, to send his prophet, and the prophet is a woman. Because everyone expects the man to be. And that is a test on this planet. And it's sad. I'm waiting. What I, I'm waiting for is to be accepted. As a, as a woman that is close to God. And she is a prophet from God. But no one listen, not here either in the podcast, is very few people. You know, when God come to me and talk to me in year 2000 and uh, he sent me to the United States, I was thinking, I am going to be very famous. I sit on, in television and talk about how God come and talk to me and 
I was thinking like that in the beginning, but uh, I understood it very fast that is not what's going to happen because no one thinks that a poor person and a poor woman and uh, I was 50 years old in the United States and that uh, I have not been famous and have lots of money so that can't be uh, someone that is sent from God not the woman she should come with a luxury car she, she should come with a private yet airplane, a private airplane and have all things going on so that's God to test on this world and I'm waiting for someone to open the door that is the truly main door for heaven to come down here all over the world and not only in my home that they will be welcome into this world but the world doesn't want want heaven to come people think they they have a relationship with god and they and they have another god than this god of abraham and uh, i'm waiting I maybe go go back to God. God it maybe called me before it happened that the world accept me. And uh, I'm glad going home because I don't need the fame. I don't need any money. I I only need to go home when it's time to go. It's God that decide when it's time to go and it's depend on it doesn't depend on God it's depend on what we do here on this planet if someone accepted me to be a prophet from God the door will be open but I but I'm sad I uh, to say that I think I doubt that the world will accept me because I'm a woman. <laughs>